1: south coast tonight i'm chris mccarthy i'm
2: jess machado
1: we're having a good time Jess still uh is enjoying her chief's win um we had a, a very dedicated show of fan of wbsm um ask jess to please take mercy on him on, on all the eagles fans um and I do. Uh, but she of course can't do that I can't. she's not built that way
2: grease the light pole right so how's it down there in philly everybody all right
1: so listen they they, they they um they'll be back again
2: i actually think they will be
1: of course they will I,
2: I would i think my husband and i have to play each other one more time maybe even next year what are the odds I, we have to look at vegas and see what they're saying
1: yeah. you don't have to look in vegas anymore well oh, i know you can bet right here
2: oh thank god isn't that great i'm so excited you, can,
1: you, can, you know i'm looking forward to going up to Raynham. Uh-huh. It's right there. Yeah, you know, I used to go to there when I was a track years ago. Yeah, in fact, I, in fact, because I'm a super nerd, I was looking at the old returns at the tracks, mm. what they used to bring in, even in the seventies. Yeah, in, in in the nineteen sixties, when Doc Walsh was on the was on the racing commission, the former district attorney of New Bedford's father, late father, really good guy, when Doc Walsh was on there, there would be seven thousand people on a Saturday, on a you know, on the average week, mm. we. Uh, weekly run seven thousand people at the random track wow I mean amazing you' a lot of money
2: my dad was definitely there
1: they put it out of business <laughs> right with a ballot question yeah ridiculous anyway
2: there's a uh, lot of degenerate gamblers out there and we, we're homeless
1: and there are <laughs> also people who can just gamble, gamble casually i don't personally really gamble
2: I, I actually i'm I'm not a degenerate gambler i love doing it i love it for the history i love the old timers i run into i was in tiverton this past week putting a bet on a game um and i ran into two of the old timers uh that used to bet with my dad and i love talking and it's just i don't know i i, I love it it just brings like really because I think gambling brings like the poorest and the richest of people together.
1: That's true. Do you know
2: what I mean? So you're you're meeting people of all walks of life.
1: That that is true. Right.
2: Even it's like politics. No, <laughs> no, no. Some no. of I, the most degenerate people and some of the smartest, wealthiest people.
1: And let's face it, politics is a big gamble, <laughs> right? In the end of the day,
2: <laughs> that's um, like gamble with life. Do you want to take this call before we start talking, let's, or do you want Let's wanna, do that.
1: No, let's take the call. Let's
3: do that.
2: Caller, thanks for holding. You are live with Chris good and good Jess. Good evening,
3: Chris. Hey, good my evening, friend, how are you doing? Hi. Hey, Hi, buddy. You know that the only difference is rich people have more money to lose. That's yeah. all.
1: They they get to stay at the table a little longer.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jess, are you gonna cover for Jeff Kuna?
2: No. We're, well, well, I
3: maybe I thought you're gonna go to the big leagues.
2: I am. I'm going to Howie. Yeah. Howie's well, the big man. Howie's all over a the country. Great
3: job. And go to Jeff Cooner too. You know, you know it's the it's
1: the same station.
2: I'm no, no. No, no.
1: Howie's got a separate network. He's on he's oh, on this right. station, he's it's on cool. um RKO, but he's 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 actually syndicated all over the country. Oh he's syndicated. Yeah. Oh, all right.
3: Yeah. You, you know, know what? the uh, uh, reason why I'm calling tonight is sure.
1: uh the
3: story about Reverend Pat Mahoney. Uh he had a uh... A rally a protest and uh... pro-life protest and human rights uh... violations protest in front of the chinese embassy in washington dc and uh... The, the chinese embassy had contacted the secret service to go over there uh... they were protesting on the sidewalk and the secret secret service came up to reverend pat mahoney and told him that if he didn't get off the sidewalk he would be arrested and uh... Pat, Reverend Pat Mahoney had told the Secret Service that there was standing on the sidewalk that 's public property right and that belongs to the American people but either way, he was told to leave, so he contacted the American Center for Law and Justice Good group. and they took it to the Supreme Court and where they uh where the uh, the case is that yes that does uh, the sidewalk is American. Uh, it's public. It's private. Uh, public sorry, yeah, private public property wrong yeah. belongs to the American people, and that people can uh, protest there. I'm surprised so the,
1: uh, that they did that. And I'll tell you why, it Because when I've been in D.C., I often used to go by the Chinese embassy, and the Falun Gong movement, which is anti-communist, would be out there protesting. So I'm surprised the Secret Service um, had any question. Now, that's very interesting. What year did they do that? Yeah. Do you know off the top of your head?
3: Oh, as far as that, I think They're it was. This, I think it was this year. Okay, uh, you can look it up. I uh, will. I will. Uh, Jay Sekulow, uh,
1: he's. uh oh, I he's, know Jay. He represents
3: yeah. the American Center for Law and Justice. He's an attorney.
1: He was one of Trump's lawyers mm-hmm. as
3: well. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you might want to look at into that too, uh, Chris and Jess. Uh, he represents the American Center for Law and Justice. Uh, they represent. the defense uh, free oh, I'm
1: and, very familiar with him. Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah, defend religious rights and civil liberties. But, yeah, because the Chinese were saying that that was their property, the sidewalk. That was private property and that they to get off. And uh I, I didn't know if you knew about it. No, but I, I, didn't, thought, I didn't know. I, but I, do, it
1: I do appreciate that because yeah. um, the Chinese are making, uh, you know, they have their own, um, what we're discovering, they have their own police departments all over the world in countries. They have multiple police departments in America. Include to enforce their New York will.
3: City, oh yes, including New York City. And it's the amazing. Governor, I
1: listened I
3: listened to the governor of South Dakota. Uh, on a, it. was another radio station, but she was talking about uh, how the Chinese uh, they own more than 340,000 acres of land in here in the US, and most of the lands being buy by bought up by foreign uh, by for, by foreigners and she says that they have the state-of-the-art... I guess there's a contract for the new uh, fighter jets or uh, the bombers, military bombers. Uh, they're going to be built in South Dakota. And the Chinese are buying up land. They're trying to buy up land around there. So she's they're passing legislation that uh, the Chinese can't buy uh, property in the so, state of South Dakota.
1: So I, I, I do support that idea. I do think it's going to be very problematic enforcing it um but i, I do i do think it's, it's it's the right way to 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 look at it even if it is very difficult to enforce the reason i say that is that um most times all commercial real estate transactions e- even now private home transactions are sometimes concealed by an llcs and trusts and things like that they're very difficult to pierce but if if you um if you have a law like that and you then direct your enforcement in a very sophisticated and concentrated way in a, in a situation like this, outside of a, of a military base, something like that, where it makes real sense, um, I, I certainly think that that is a doable thing. Um, but because I know they're doing that in South Dakota as well as Texas and other places like that the problem yeah, she, is that you can become diluted with too many of those laws what you have to do is use it and then use it selectively when you have the you know, resource to enforce it
3: she explained that the Chinese are they're buying a land it's it's strategically the, the purchases are strategic the Russians do to to the same thing find, yeah so she's what she went on to say is that she has to to protect her state because uh, joe biden's not willing to to protect our nation so she's got to do what the the, the the delegation there in her state and the, and her as a governor have to do uh, whatever it takes to protect uh, uh, the country because she's not getting that joe biden's not doing it
1: look the, the people joe biden and the people in his administration have made a decision that they're willing to overlook certain transgressions by the Chinese um, in an effort for some reason to have closer relationships with them. Um, I think there's a lot there. I'm not, I, I think, I think people on the, on the conservative side need to be very careful because president Trump was wrongly accused of being in with the Russians, things like that. And it became a real disaster and it turned out to all be false. Now I do believe there are some very curious situations with the Biden family and the Communist Chinese. However, I think people in the conservative movement need to be very, very circumspect in their charges. Make sure you ask questions. Make sure that you don't make wild accusations anybody because some things that appear very questionable may be explainable and you do not want to do to this country, what the liberals and the left did under President Trump by accusing him falsely of being a Russian agent. Do you understand? Well,
3: yeah, I understand. But what I'm saying is uh, the, uh, Joe Biden doesn't want to admit that China is our adversary. He keeps saying agree that China
1: you. is a competitor. I agree with you. It's, it's, it, what no. I'm saying is that you can tell that they want, no matter what, to act as if China is an ally. Now, I'm not... That is true. That's a matter of fact. Or, or that they're a competitor, not an, an aggressive uh, enemy, right? They are, are – that is their policy. I don't even think you have to bother to explain why or what your theory on why because it's very well, true that that's what they're doing. You understand make, my point?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, my last point, Chris and Jess, is that China, China, the United States to them is obviously the enemy. Yes. So, but free, freedom as well is an enemy to China and their regime, so they 're against the united they they 're against united states and and freedom loving countries and, uh, including the United states and that that for them to be domi- a dominant superpower that 's what they 're trying to do undermine and uh, and uh, and take over should i say control the world by uh, uh, should i say uh, the United States they want to undermine it with it from within.
1: Uh, Absolutely. So they can, that's how they. Yeah. That's how that's the Mike communist Trump. Chinese took over from from Chiang Kai Shek. They undermined him. They did it with American help. Quite frankly, if you, if you, I mean, you're old enough, sir, to remember, Jack Kennedy used to ask, "Who lost China?" Um, it, it, it the, the 1940s and 50s, um, the the transfer, um. To Mao from Chiang Kai Shek. I mean, it's a matter of public record. The only Chiang Kai Shek they fled to Taiwan. Um, Anyway, we we we, we can do history as uh, another night. But I do appreciate a call, my friend. Yeah. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Take
2: care now. They're going to take us over through TikTok.
1: Oh well, listen. I mean, TikTok's a crazy, crazy thing. So, um, but I I do just caution my friends. I, I think that the Biden family has some very, very curious relationships. Let's see what the what comes out, but because I think the Democrats ran with false information, I know they did. It's a matter of fact. Now against against President Clinton, against President Trump, <laughs> right? Against President Trump, but but again, I remember back when President Clinton had very unsavory ties to the communist Chinese, and they ran hearings. Senator Thompson, the Thompson Committee, Representative Cox from California, later became chairman of the SEC. The Cox hearings, they're all a matter of public record. The amount of communist Chinese money that flooded in to back up the Democrat Party, in particular Bill Clinton, our very own Scott Lang spoke out against it when he was at the Democrat National Committee. He was written up in, in the national press for speaking out about corruption within the Democrat Party, saying this is outrageous. That very same Scott Lang has called on joe biden not to run for president he doesn't give put a lot of stock in the charges by the republicans but he just said for a variety of reasons he doesn't think joe biden should run again um without giving credit to some of the charges um doesn't have to right but you can see that the policy decisions by biden are just not good mm. um, and i don't think the, i don't think the man has his best days in front of him and nobody at his age does. Right. Right. All right. So we're going to, I think we have to probably take a break. You got and it. And then when we come back, we're going to play a little bit of Jack Spalene's chat with award three yes, counselors.
2: Yes. We'll be right back after this.
0: To us
1: live. In Candy's room, there are pictures of heroes on the wall. To get to Candy's room, better walk. Darkness at Candy's Hall. Strangers from the city. Call my baby's number,
4: and they bring her toys. When I come knocking, she smiles pretty.
3: She
1: knows I'm going to be Candy's boy. There's a sadness hidden in that pretty face. A sadness all
4: her own, from which no man can
1: keep Candy safe. We kiss him. welcome back to south coast tonight i'm chris mccarthy the wonderful jess machado is joining us tonight to fill in for marcus the birthday boy um we're going to uh we're we're taking your phone calls at 508-996-0500 um i had something planned but we're going to continue to take your calls because i love hearing from you guys and i'm not here that often or that as often as i i want to be so let's go back to the phones
4: hey caller you're live Hi, Chris and Jeff. Hey. These guys make a great team.
1: She's great, isn't she?
4: Yeah, she goes good with all, all of them. I think that so. That I heard her with so far. And on I hear her on Howie Carr. Anyways, Chris, it's good to hear you. Thank you. Thank
1: you so much, my friend. I'm glad
4: you're doing all right. Um, what I want to ask you, too, is can you explain wokeism to me? Because I feel a little silly, but asking this but i just don't really understand it so i'll hang up and let you talk thanks um
1: thank you she's a great caller um so wokeism is another word for leftism it is people who apparently um it can be uh were once asleep i guess is the way and then they 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 found out that america is a racist country and now they're woke Okay, They woke up from their slumber of thinking that America was a great country. I apparently have never woken up from that. I still think America is a wonderful country. It's not perfect. Nothing is. I'm not an infant, so I recognize that everyone has flaws. Every country has flaws. However, people who maybe they went to a normal public school, and they learned that George Washington was great and that Thomas Jefferson was great and Abraham Lincoln was great and that we won World War II and we've done all kinds of great stuff, right? And then they were woken up, supposedly, right? When they got to college or maybe high school, unfortunately, and and got Marxism taught to them, right? And the thing about Marxism, why it's so seductive, is because it's an easy answer for why you're miserable, all right? <laughs> for why it's everyone else's fault, right? It's guys you've never met, white guys, rich guys, who somehow took all your money. You never had any, but that's how they got their money. Apparently, by ripping off people with no money. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> but it, it is it is a way to make Marxism <laughs> appealing. And the reason that Marxism, is so dangerous is because marxism destroys national unity okay the reason we have been successful as a country is because despite our flaws despite our differences we are in a we are a country we are a unit we we all when push comes to shove we hit back and we hit back hard that's how we beat the fascists in Europe. That's how we beat the fascists in Japan. Because America got together, okay? It's how we defeated the communists overseas. Unfortunately, they've got deep roots here in America. Um, The goal of Marxism is to destroy national unity. Because without national unity, America can never, ever be taken over. Abraham Lincoln famously said, America can never be defeated from without. It'll have to be defeated from within. So the Marxist movement, which says, I'm different from you, and your problems are my fault, and my problems are your fault, not my own fault, not your fault. Your problems aren't your fault. They're someone else's fault. They're the system, right? It's an amazing, amazing, very seductive, Particularly seductive for young people, okay, who want easy answers and want to have something to explain the knack why they are feeling the way they are. Which, by the way, is how everyone feels when they're young, right? You don't quite understand. You're confused. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you know. So that then they get some easy explanation. And I will tell you that many of you, you and your children are learning from textbooks written by a man named Howard Zinn. Howard Zinn is an established fact. He was an American. He was a member of the American Communist Party, swore an oath to the Soviet Union. His book is the most well-read American textbook, his people's history of America. All your children got it in schools. They all got it in college. You may have. I did. I have a copy of the book. I've gone through the book repeatedly. Literally, if you go to the back of the book and look at the sources, it is international publishers. International publishers, an arm of the Soviet propaganda outfit. Howard Zinn, to his credit, put it in the back of the book, at least, that that his sources were the Soviet Union on American history. That book is in all the public schools. That book is in all the public colleges. That book was shown... Matt Damon promotes the book. There's a scene in The Sopranos where A.J. Soprano is reading from the book and talks about how bad Columbus is. Hmm. He's learning it from Howard Zinn. I've read Howard Zinn's FBI file, which became public once he died. He taught at Boston University. He was a sworn member of the Communist Party, promoting Marxist education in America, designed very successfully to seduce American youth and divide us.
2: Why did we allow it?
1: Well, because we have freedom. So you 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 can be they can assign any book they want. You, you you read it. Thing is, I used to read those books and go, "This is complete garbage." And I would explain just what I did right now to the professors, and they would realize I knew what I was talking about. And uh,
2: I, when you were talking, I had a question for you. And we have yes. a bunch of people that are holding, so we'll get to yeah. them. But <clears throat> after nine eleven. I felt there was a a sense of coming together as you're speaking of American flags were selling at a rate. You had never sold out all over selling out American flags. There were flags on cars, houses everywhere. We all came together in the the face of um, disaster. Do you think in 2023 should something like that happen that we could come together in that same way?
1: I believe that the same people who came together after 9-11. And the people of that stock would still come together. But there are people, I remember saying to my, my late father, who was alive for World War II, although very young, and later served in the military. Um, immediately after 9-11, the Coalition for Social Justice began organizing peace protests. All right, immediately. The towers hadn't even stopped smoking. And these folks in New Bedford and all over Massachusetts and all over the country, if you remember, were immediately organizing left-wing peace demonstrations against the United States military. I remember saying to my father, "Dad, after after Pearl Harbor, the colleges emptied out. My uncles, who were all in college, my uncle was at Columbia. They left. They went in the army. They went in the navy. Everyone, George Bush, at 17, went in the navy. Youngest fighter pilot, right to go in the navy." Guys, right now, they all joined the colleges, the high schools. They emptied out. Everyone joined the military after Pearl Harbor. Flash forward to nine eleven. Yes, a lot of people joined the military, but and a lot of people already were in the military. But also, the left was on the street protesting already, coming up with conspiracy theories that the United States <clears throat> was somehow at fault for why the towers were bombed. You heard that?
2: Yeah. I I mean, I was thinking, though, you know, my daughter was a baby when when 9-11 happened. Right. She's going to be 23, 22. It's a whole new generation. And and less of those kids after high school are going into the military. Right. (coughs) They have this whole life of the Internet. I don't see it happening. I don't see people come together the way that they did. And that's only 20 years ago.
1: So... I I, I I would I would um how do I say this I hate to agree with you but I don't think you're wrong mm. i would I will say that um, we're further down the road of, of um, disunity than we were 20 years ago I agree right so we'll go back to the call
2: yeah let's take this call Hi, caller. Thanks for sticking with
1: us.
5: Good afternoon. Uh, good evening, Miss <laughs> Machado, and uh, Hi. hello, Chris.
1: Hey, my friend. How are you? Hi.
5: Yeah, peachy. How about you? I'm doing,
1: <laughs> I'm well,
5: thank you. <laughs> it's a miser- miserable weather out there tonight. I tell you that. <clears throat> it's not. It's yeah. What's
1: it's that? not snow. Not snow, right?
5: It's not snow, but you walk it, you feel it when you go outside. You know, the driving cold rain, just about ice, and yeah. You know. Anyway. Not snow. I like snow. I'm waiting for a snowstorm, but I You shut your mouth
2: right now. You shut it. We had right, a couple right. of really great days. I was outside. I was walking down near the river. I I mean the snow shuffles are in the basement. They did not come to the porch. I'm okay. Let it. I'm can happy we with just live? Yeah. Let me live, please. Yeah, no problem. No snow.
1: Go ahead. What's going on, my friend? So, I I'm, I'm always
5: trying to puzzle things out.
1: And, uh, and and by the way, this caller has has roots in China and, and, and pays attention to, to China better than any of us can.
5: Hmm. Go ahead. Oh, now you mentioned that I was listening to the radio show last night. They had uh, Kurt somebody around, the somebody or other comes on after midnight at some time, I think. And uh, he was, was it mentioning... Kurt Schlechter? No, 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 no. It's a new guy. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty sharp. I, and when I, I looked up a picture of him today on, on the uh, computer, and he looks like one of those guys I seen at the uh, the protest where there was an Indian pointing his finger at the uh, uh, Catholic people, or something that was standing down in Washington oh, in oh, D.C. Oh,
1: Kirk, uh, I know you're talking about. I do, I do. Yes, it, it is him, right? He was yes, in that picture. No, abso- oh, uh, he I, he was in. I don't think he was in that particular group, but he's been involved in a lot of stuff.
5: Yeah, he was mentioning uh, some. Woman or girl um that was a uh, citizen of North Korea, and I guess in North Korea, if you want to escape, you have to first you know cross over into northern China and then somehow get through there and then walk walk out walk over some some place they call the Mongolian frozen desert yes, so you can get to Mongolia or something I guess. And so she experienced China, and she experienced North Korea, and then she came come over here. And I guess she's written a book, and I ordered it this morning, a, a book on how what she sees going on here. She was at Columbia, right? Yes. Columbia, exactly. New York City, yeah. Yeah. What she sees going on here is kind of like she's taking the position like, you people don't know what you're looking at. I see it all right here, and I know where I came from, which was through where you're trying to head towards and you, you, you people just don't get it.
1: So I, but, I Nick I will tell you this. Yeah. That if you if you follow if you go back and look at the history of the left, okay? David Horowitz is a good source uh, for that cuz he was oh, he was off the left. He's now he's now with the right, uh, conservative pro-America. Yeah. The radicals in America in the 1960s and 70s. Um they had a real affinity for North Korea. Many, many of the of the, of the leadership of the Black Panther Party, okay, kidding okay. went, went to North Korea. Had relationships with North Korea. Um, I, I, some of the some of wow. the hardcore left, uh, particularly on the West Coast, why? Had, they, well, because they thought they were communists. And they thought that North Korea was the right type of civilization. That Holy that's what fuck. they wanted to do? Oh, yeah. So there's a, there is a real affinity between, I will give you an example. The, the National Lawyers Guild, um, which has been around forever. They, they were, yeah, they were, yeah, I know right, about them. They were on the Attorney General's list as the bullock of the legal bulwark of the Communist Party. A few years ago, sent a tour from many, many members from Massachusetts. So these are lawyers. Went to North Korea to see North Korea and wrote a report on how great life in North Korea is. So it doesn't surprise me that a North Korean defector would see many of the characteristics of North Korea manifesting themselves in the p- political program of, America, of the American left. Because many of them look to North Korea as yeah. a model. They'll deny it now, but you can if you go back. Just do re, do some internet searches. Black Panther Party, North Korea. It'll come up. Holy smoke! So that's why, so, Nick.
5: yeah. I'm going to read that book so I can articulate mm-hmm. uh, the issue more, articulate on the issue more. Um, but uh, so I've been thinking, trying to trying to figure things out, and I, I come to the conclusion. I believe I'm correcting this. You guys can correct me if I'm. If you get something to add to it, is that. Now, what they call smartphones, when they came out with these things, I'm saying to myself, okay, flip phone, cell phone, I understand. You call an inanimate object, smart, there's something behind that. And I think these things came out, I don't know when they came out, but I think there's a coincidence between when these things came out and when society started dumbing down and getting split apart and, and, and manipulated by these the leftists that are out there. It's, I think these, these stupid phones, they just made made the, uh, the easily led um, well,
1: uh, reachable. Well, Nick, I, Nick reachable. I, I would say this to you. I got my first smartphone, I think, around 2008. All right, maybe two thousand nine. All right, the my, yeah. my first iPhone three. I think that's about yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Um, now, I will tell you, I was a, I was a full grown adult at that point. All right, but okay. th- So I was not, and I had a, I was an educated person, and so I was not as susceptible, right, as say a, say a, a kid would have been. Um, that's just maturity. But the um, the studies have shown that, that what you're saying is correct. Um, that right? That people on social media, that, that there is an, a way that people respond more to things that get them angry, okay? Think they, people get into arguments. People say things on social media, Nick, that they would never say in person. They wouldn't even say on the radio. I mean, I have people say things on the radio, and then you, you, we've all heard it. The next day they might even call back and say, geez, I'm really sorry about that, right? Because mm. they lost their temper. And that that's fine. That ha- I've done it but there were th- people type comments on the e- on the internet that they would never say if they weren't ab- if they weren't as they say keyboard warriors but however the, the, the social media sites in an effort to get you coming back and coming back and looking mm-hmm. at the advertising it's they're not trying to do anything more than get you back to look at the advertising yeah, but yeah. but in the process it's having a bad impact on people it really is. Yeah, and look, you look at the. the
5: uh, I, I see somebody in my family; they have control over themselves, you know. But they they will get on this get on this uh, stupid phone, as I call it, mm-hmm. and they they look at these like little brief news clips, right, and from over in China and stuff like that. And and like these things, I, I see them going through it, and they're like three seconds here, two there, five there, seven there. I'm like
1: what what the heck is that doing to the attention span No no Nick Nick we we take a break but I I Thank I agree have. with you it's killing yeah. the attention span The idea yeah. of sitting down and reading a 500 page book is lost on most people today now yep. because Thank of, of what Good the night. internet's done Yep thanks Nick We'll be right back
0: 1420 WBSM is now also on 99.5 FM Hi I'm Get Breaking News Alerts Stream Audio Send us text messages and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com.
2: Oh, we didn't... (laughs) No music. I failed. You have a caller that has been sitting this whole time. I I don't even know if they're there. We should at least get to them. No,
1: absolutely. Let's Let's do that.
2: Caller, are you still there? I am. Wow, you are devoted.
4: Yeah, well, I'm kind of confused. I heard the guy talking with so much disdain in his voice about these new bedford people calling for peace talks after the 9-11 and whatnot and it seems to me that after 9-11 the only military uh actions that benefited anybody was was uh tricky uh dick cheney who who became a billionaire because we stayed in a war that was (laughs) had nothing to do with 9-11 and was pretty foolish and i I don't understand like why why would calling for peace, especially when you know you have a, a war-mongering vice president in office, why would that be a bad thing?
1: Well, well I, didn't, I didn't think it was a smart move. That's why. Why not? What do you mean? I, I didn't think it was a smart move at the time. Well, I'm asking you why. A- after you saw yeah. what happened. No, no, wait, 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 no, no. You're talking, I'm saying, in the, in the, in the hours after the 9-11 attack, there were, there, the left wing was organizing peace demonstrations. That's exactly what I said. You agree with that, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't think that that was appropriate. But
4: well, now that you've seen the outcome of what happened, don't you
1: think that peace talks and, and calls for peace would have been a better idea than what happened? Um, it, well, it's 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 in retrospect you could you could make a lot of claims, but I'm talking about in the immediate. Aftermath of 9 11, I didn't think it was appropriate for the left wing in America to be to be calling for anything other than understanding what happened and 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 to make an attack, make an attack. On, and and you see, and you compared it to to World War II when a, when a country I compared it to another attack on our country.
4: Yeah, by, I a, think it's by, a, a, very... by a by a, by a by a foreign country, not by a a, a
1: wing. Uh, you know, militia militia band of people that. Yes, but you're not telling me that, a, that that the government. left wing in New Bedford had had already had a full understanding of what was going to happen, or even who 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 was behind the attacks. You simply can't really want to believe that, do you? Of course, I would want to believe that. Well, do you believe it? Do you believe well, it that they that they could foresee all of this? I think that people who who are calling for 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 peace.
4: As opposed to to following out blindly to attack people, like you just said, is is a better is a better way to look at something. Sure. Do you, why do you think uh, the
1: nine eleven attack happened? Why do I think the nine eleven attack yes. happened? Is that what you asked? Yeah, I did. Yes. I'm because, curious what your opinion is.
4: Because the uh, Osama bin Laden and and Al Qaeda, the, the group that he was associated with, had a deep rooted hate and disdain for our country. Right. And they basically wanted was to that? Call, and they basically wanted to cause as much havoc as they could. Now, that doesn't mean that it, it, to compare that to what happened in Pearl
1: Harbor is, is two completely, completely, completely separate things. Well, obviously First they're all, obviously they're completely separate things. They involve entirely different decades, and entirely yeah, different governments. So I do agree talking, with well, you there. You're talking about an established country attacking another established country, and then you're talking about a, a world
4: me. group of armed militiamen. Mm-hmm.
1: So what, what I'm what I was doing was that was comparing very specifically the reactions to the American population, to an attack on the United States. So to say, of course there are differences between the attack in Pearl Harbor and the attack decades later in New York City, that is obvious. My conversation was about the reaction of the American left in the country it, it was not a deeper dive into the into the into the root causes of either one of those. They're certainly very different. My again, my commentary was very specific. It was to the reaction by the left within the immediate hours after nine eleven.
2: I think but, you said before the the towers had even cooled.
1: Exactly, but but I do appreciate your call. Thanks for listening.
2: We've got to take a break, guys. We're
1: gonna take a break. Thanks. Thank you, though. Welcome back. (laughs) So, Jess and I were having so much fun after. We
2: literally forgot to come back from the break. We forgot to come
1: back. Um,
2: You get eight seconds.
1: So, folks, stick around. We have Evan Jenner joining us in the next, in the next, we, um, he's off the